We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Arizona, Colorado, Indiana, Michigan, New Jersey, Tennessee, and Virginia. WinBet is now live in all these states, and the excitement of Win Las Vegas has finally landed in online sports betting and casino play. From boosted parlays to live in-game betting odds on every major sport, WinBet gives you the tools to win. Sign up today for your risk-free $1,000 sports bet. Download the WinBet app now or visit wynnbet.com to start winning. Aaron Rodgers looking for Devontae Adams. He's got it! DJ Moore has a pass to the end zone. Jonathan Taylor, touchdown. Hello and welcome back to Road of His Overtime on Road of His Radio, brought to you by Blue Wire. My name is Colin Kelly. You can follow me on Twitter at Overtime Ireland, and I'm joined as always by Sean Siegel, one of the co-owners at Road of His. We're also joined by one of our favorite guys. We talk about him a lot on the show in terms of the wrong read. It is Blair Andrews. Make sure you're following Blair on Twitter if you're not already doing so. He is at Am I the Real Blair. We did start um, going through kind of a recap, breaking down the draft board from what we thought would have happened if we changed some of our selections in the ffpc best ball tournament draft that we did after going through it there wasn't a huge amount of things that we would have changed but we are now starting to look ahead to this week we're not going to count any (laughs) any placed finishes at this point but this is where we uh you know drafted to hopefully get towards and, and we've got one ticket in that 12 team final so as things stand, I'll let Blair go first again. But what what's your uh, hopes and expectations as we as we head into to week seventeen? Uh, I'm pretty hopeful. I think we have a strong team. We mentioned in the first episode uh, one of the few Jonathan Taylor teams that was able to withstand his ten point outing. So we've got that going for us. Um, you mentioned off air that we're the only team that has DJ Moore, the only team with Elijah Moore, and the only team with Rondale Moore. So if we can have uh, just the trifecta assembles bonanza, then we'll be we'll be golden. Same question to you, Sean. What's the what's the the feeling? I'm sure Sean will be pretty relaxed. He'll be watching the games, rooting for opponent players, like he mentioned on the the, the Tuesday edition. Uh, as long as we we'll just make sure that <laughs> we make sure that we don't root for the opponents players will be good this week well number one i'm going to be rooting for connor's team it's absolutely incredible he's done a fantastic job with that 
And uh, it's so cool to have an, a Rotoviz writer as one of the other 11 members of this group. This is a real murderer's row. You go through some of the names and I'm going to end up not mentioning everybody. And that's not meant as a slight to, to any of the people that I don't mention, but you know, we're going to have Michael Leone on later in the week. You have Henry Mudo here. We've got the Jungle Cats, which is a team that I'm in some FFPC dynasty leagues with. Great owners there. We have uh, Cocktails and Dreams. And anytime that you see that name in your group and you know you've got Chad in there, obviously that strikes fear into all of the hearts. So it's interesting to have people approaching it from a lot of different directions. And I'm excited to see how it plays out. I this is This is a great group. I mean, I wish we could all win, right? But it's going to come down to one of us. And we do have a pretty good team. It'll get better. I mean, I would feel better about it. We talked that the weakness of the team in the first episode is a wide receiver. And it'd be great if some of our guys play. We've been you know, relatively lucky with health, which obviously always plays a role. It's hard to uh, make it to this point and, and not have had that. We do have some Dalvin Cook teams through. So it'll be interesting to track that uh, throughout the week. Uh, the one sort of regret that I have, and it's not a regret that we made the draft pick, but uh, listeners from the very beginning of the year know that our guy for 2021 was KJ Hamler. And he is on this team, and I just I feel like it's a good sign, right? He didn't score any points for us, but it's like his <laughs> ability to get people through, even when he's on the IR, has been fantastic. You have KJ Hamler, you can't lose. I'm just trying to figure out how to, to continue on there. I'm actually just checking with Hamler. I'm, we must be the only Hamler team as well, are we? We're not. Two Ham so 16, there's 12 teams, 16% of them, just short of 17%, have KJ Hamler. Has to be, you know, the win rate. There has to be a correlation there to the win rate at the end of the season. We're not the only team with KJ Hamler, and there are actually two other teams that have Diami Brown in the final 12. So some good rotoviz representation even on non rotoviz teams it's kind of funny i mentioned in the first show that i was actually rooting for cd lamb on sunday night but the other player i was rooting hard for was diami brown and he catches the long bomb it's like this is what we were in for all season he's caught this pass washington has absolutely nothing going on they can't get the ball to terry mclaurin and we don't want to blame it all on terry mclaurin who is getting horrible quarterback play and a lot of defensive attention but it's been a while since Terry McLaurin went up and made a catch where you felt like he had really done his part of it. Uh, he looks demoralized, right? So you actually contrast that a little bit with what DJ Moore is doing, and it makes DJ Moore look even better because they're getting equally poor quarterback play. Terry McLaurin has gotten to the point where, I mean, you wouldn't be playing him in any format if you had the, the option here. So he makes the big catch, and then like every play the rest of the game has is Brown on the field? Is Brown on the field? And then they go to the back of quarterback, they go to the scrubs, and you're like, even now, he's in a low snap share. What are they doing? Do they not want to develop Brown for next season? And so that was just when he did catch one of their ball in traffic. I mean, it almost feels like the three teams that have Brown are going to be the top three in the end. I was going to say the three finalists, but obviously uh, there's no advancing to the next round. It's going to be the ranking one through 12. Is Brown set for a 25-point game in the fantasy finals here, Blair? I think so. I think, uh, like you said, they saw they saw all they needed to see in the game against the Cowboys. They didn't want to risk injury, so they kept him. <laughs> they kept him on the sidelines, waiting for his explosion in Week 17. Exactly. Yeah, keep him fresh for that Week 17 game. 
Yeah, no, but it was nice to, to see him make that catch. But like Sean mentioned, that's kind of what we were hoping for throughout the season. But who knows? Last week, I believe we may it may have been the only team with him, so it was going to help. Uh, or certainly with the teams who were challenging for the top three, um, so it would have helped us. But um, yeah, nice to see him get that catch. It's interesting too to see some of the players we did mention KJ Hamler, but to see some of the other players that are not going to be available that have advanced in terms of percentage of roster so there's leonard Fournette was on 33 percent of the rosters he is on the injured reserve and we have um james white in there on 25 percent of the rosters uh one of uh, giovanni bernard is is on two teams as they progress one of them being ours but there's quite a few names in there who may not have an impact and, and obviously Fournette was somebody who was a, a juggernaut for people who drafted him throughout the season but those teams will be hurting quite a bit and you know we talked a lot about um, roster construction and how things were set up in the last episode and, and when we're looking through some of these teams there will be some teams that are a little bit light uh we're, we're a little bit light on wide receiver as sean mentioned but i think there's some teams at tight end and at running back if things don't go exactly as they they need they could be in a little bit of trouble this week but we, we've been in that boat for a couple of weeks at, at wide receiver and like sean mentioned on the last show we had running backs in the, those flex spots this past week but to be honest sean we, we we've joked about it a number of times on the show and we've like said different things but rashad penny has really set us up over the last two weeks here and uh he now is like you know he, he has to be the lead back here for the seahawks as they get ready to finish off the season but they get the lions this week which in terms of matchups that you're you're hoping to have success from uh that looks to be a pretty good spot he is though on four of these uh or sorry three of the remaining roster so not a huge percentage but he feels to me like somebody who could be a big factor this week another player who could be a factor and funnily enough these two guys uh, jonathan taylor's our main guy but devin singletary and taylor all those three guys on three separate rosters um so they're kind of where i think that singletary and, and penny could be could be big game changers for us this week and Penny is on both Chad's team and Todd's team. Where how, how do you see the running back position influencing what happens in the final week? What do we need to see happen? What do you expect to see happen in terms of how these rosters break down? Uh, yeah, that's a good question. Um, the running back position seems to be where there's the most kind of variability in terms of who's rostered on on what teams. So I think it it could have the potential to be the biggest difference maker. Um, so if you see Jonathan Taylor have a good week and, uh, you know, Dalvin Cook not coming off of coming off of the COVID list, then that obviously would boost some teams to the top and, and hurt other teams. I mean, you know, by contrast, I think Mark Andrews is on 11 out of the 12 teams. So, there are some positions where it's much harder to uh, differentiate yourself from from the pack, but running back looks like it could be it could be key this week. Hey, Rotoviz Radio listener, this is Curtis Patrick from the Dynasty Command Center podcast, and I've got a special deal for you today. Go to rotoviz.com, click the subscribe button, put the twelve month subscription in your cart, and use promo code RV Radio Two One. That's RV Radio Two One and you're gonna save 10%. Taking advantage of this deal, getting your hands on what's included in the package is the best way to enhance your performance this year. 
So go to rotoviz.com and subscribe now. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Another player who we don't have, but we again, I talked about Fournette. Another sort of player who feels like they could be a big game changer this week is Ronald Jones on just one roster. They get the Jets this week. So there's some interesting players that I think, you know, big breaks. A bit like we mentioned with Penny there, that things have really broken the right way for them over the, the last couple of weeks. Sean, anything that you're looking at that you see that could be be vital to our chances of success? Well, I think we need Javante Williams to go off, right? I mean, he needs to be the guy who jumps out there and gets us uh, a 20-plus point game and differentiates from some of these other teams that have some of the overlap for us where, you know, if we're carrying uh, Rashad Penny and, you know, that brings Chad into the equation with a Najee Harris, Damian Harris situation, you know, we'll obviously be tracking Damian Harris's touchdown. So he puts up three more this week. That won't be good for us. Todd has Joe Mixon and Kareem Hunt, who has been activated again for this game. He's got James Conner, which uh, our favorite player really of the season. He's got Josh Jacobs. I mean, his team is built through the running back position. And then to get Penny there as the late round guy as well, there's a lot of firepower. And so uh, every time the Bengals get down there in the red zone, it's going to be a big potential swing. Uh, we need to have those touchdowns go to the receivers and perhaps even preferably uh, CJ Ozuma. If we could have a big burrow to the tight end game this week and avoid all of these other Bengals skill players who are represented and are so good, uh, that would be helpful for us. Another massive Joe Burrow game could really put us in position now there is uh funnily enough another burrow jonathan taylor team and so i, I wouldn't mind going head to head with the muzio servino team down the stretch for the championship they obviously have jamar chase so that's going to make it a little bit more difficult there with burrow we need it to be another burrow to higgins if we have burrow and jonathan taylor both go off so i think from that perspective uh, looking at kind of some of these other teams, we have a Javante Williams team with Antonio Gibson, with Dalvin Cook. Obviously, the situation there in Washington has made it a little bit trickier for Gibson to score. Now, he made a beautiful catch uh, and touchdown scamper in the last game. If they can stay competitive, which at this point is getting difficult for Washington, then Gibson has a chance to get a lot more points in there. He was obviously taken out in garbage time last week. And then 
obviously the situation there with Dalvin Cook and the vaccination status and how that plays into whether or not he will be available is a big difference. So we'll kind of see how that part of it does develop. But we're going to need some running back points. That's just the the way that our particular team is set up. I think that the hardest part, maybe the the time, I don't know the most angry, maybe the most frustrated I was this last week is that we have this Broncos uh, Raiders game where at this point, the Raiders have lost so many players and are so depleted that it really felt like this was the chance for the Broncos, especially we had seen them the previous week hang right in there with the Bengals till the end. Now, we know that every week in the NFL is different. It's especially different when teams maybe have a quarter of their players rotating in and out because they're not available due to COVID. And so you can't just look and you never were able to. And we know that these games are going to play out differently. You're going to have turnovers that make things play out differently. You're going to have, I mean, everything really cascades from some of those early high leverage plays, but the Bengals have been so competitive with, I mean, the Broncos have been so competitive with the Bengals the previous week. I mean, it really looks like the Bengals are good. Although, you know, one week Joe Burrow will look like a hall of famer. Uh, much to the chagrin of the Baltimore coaching staff. And the next week you're like, I mean, he's just getting sacked all the time and you know, they punt. You watch what the Broncos had done and you felt like they were going to come out and really take it to, to Las Vegas and get in a situation here where Williams and Melvin Gordon could score some points. Maybe Drew Locke with his more vertical approach would make a big play or two. I thought that the Broncos had a great shot in this game. They looked awful. I, Maybe the funniest thing that I've heard in a long time is they're like halfway through the game and they're showing the different stats and like Melvin Gordon, six carries for zero yards. And the color man uh, just very deadpan says that is frustrating. And so that's, I mean, that seems like the slogan for the Denver Broncos season, right? That is frustrating. What was frustrating for me is that they get the ball Within one score, like six minutes to go, they haven't moved it. Melvin Gordon has done absolutely nothing. And Melvin Gordon is the back on the field for the most crucial drive of their season. I mean, you watch all of this stuff throughout the year and you're thinking to yourself, okay, well, they've got two good guys. Melvin Gordon is good, right? And he's a well above average NFL running back. You know, you want to maintain uh, health for both players. You know, you can keep them both fresh throughout the game. They're probably not a Super Bowl contender this season. You want Javante Williams fresh for 2022 when you think that you can make a run, you can win the whole thing. You don't want to run him down or get him hurt this season. But if there were ever a point where you were going to emphasize him in 2021, it was that drive and he was not on the field. It's like, what what are these people doing? And so from that perspective, I have some trepidation about how week 17 will go and if he will get enough touches to really have the upside we need to win the whole thing through him because again, I mean, he, he's just a very crucial piece. Yeah. The, the one thing actually looking back on how last week went the, uh, the interception that Derek carried through that was you know tackled at the one yard line that led to that Javante Williams rushing touchdown was, and the end up was what squeezed us kind of over the line. So we, we got a little bit lucky there based on how the rest of the game played out for the Broncos. But I think Sean, in the off season i think we will probably have to have some therapy sessions based on the amount of time we talked about the denver broncos this year um it's been it's been tough to watch especially when we're rooting for for some of those guys blair in terms of some of the the higher own guys so mark andrews will will rule him out he's on every roster right sort of uh mike leone's roster so he's on 11 teams any of those guys at the top obviously Fournette is is out um so 
that that's not going to affect things for us but it, it is going to drop those teams down one running back any of those guys at the top end so we have baker mayfield samuel um Devontae adams ben roethlisberger joe burrow josh allen like is this the week that we see anything from ben roethlisberger that he he becomes the hero of the day oh man i don't think so and uh i even think that if you're a debo samuel owner you're probably a little bit worried about the uh garoppolo news but um yeah i think it's probably uh well i mean it would obviously help us if Devonte adams played well even though he's on three other teams um but i don't necessarily see a lot of these high-owned guys being uh being guys that you had to have except for possibly mark andrews so um yeah, I think this could make for a really, a really interesting final week where, where uh, you don't you don't necessarily see one guy being a, a must, must roster, or at least you don't see any of the high owned guys being a must roster player. Yeah, I think that's what will make it um, such a fun week. Is there is a couple of guys there? So Samuel, as I mentioned, with five teams, Adams with four teams, but it feels like then, like outside of those two guys and. Then it's those four quarterbacks um, that I mentioned, Roethlisberger and Mayfield, but then you have Joe Burrow and Josh Allen. So Mayfield on five and the other three guys on three rosters. But then you do have some guys that may not factor then among some of the other higher owners. So like Dami Brown, we mentioned, is on three rosters. Um, we have um, James White, who's on injured reserve on, on three rosters. So there's a lot of bits and pieces like that. So really there isn't a huge amount of guys on more than two rosters which i think is going to make it quite unique in terms of how the final parts rule out so we have mark andrews who we and 10 other teams have that may mean that if he goes off that those teams are just at a level playing field at that point but i think it's going to get really interesting then as to even with teams who we may have a correlation of you know two to three players after that then it's going to be a completely unique lineup which i think makes it very interesting it's not going to be a case where two teams have just one different player there's going to be multiple different players um, and different scenarios so i think that that was my fear kind of going in that if you go up against you know if there was 11 cooper cup teams and we were the team without cooper cup i'd be kind of i'd be worried about that but i think it's going to be a pretty open contest this week which is, is going to be super fun sean is that the way you kind of see it as well I think so. There really is a lot of variety. We've got a couple of Tyreek Hill teams, even though obviously he didn't do anything this last week. Uh, it is an interesting situation at tight end where uh, I, I you, you say it probably would be helpful if Mark Andrews scores a bunch. That would give us the edge on Mike. Uh, it is a situation where we're kind of going into this needing uh, even though there's so much mark andrews we need the rest of the nfl tight ends to not do very well we talk so much about how tight end really determines these best ball leagues right and you have chad's team has travis kelsey on top of mark andrews and so uh, obviously kelsey didn't play last week but he gets through there and you have a situation where both of those guys could be in the lineup. I mean, you're looking at in in the first week of the playoffs here, right? They had the uh, combined for you know 70 plus points. If that happens again, it'll be unfortunate. You have 
some teams here with Dalton Schultz. He is the guy with Kittle on Mike's team. He also is on some of the Mark Anders teams. You could easily see him going into the flex spot. Uh, there is Hunter Henry through with Connor's team. You have a team with Gronkowski and Kyle Pitts in addition to Mark Andrews. You have teams with Dawson Knox and Tyler Higby in addition to Mark Andrews. And so uh, there are some situations here where, I mean, tight end beyond Andrews could actually still be the key because you put up massive points to the tight end position. You get those points into the flex. It helps you deal with some issues here on running back. Now, a lot of the teams that have made it through, obviously, are, are the very best teams. And so we're not looking at the situation that we were as much in weeks 14 and 15 where some of the teams that had made it through had lost a lot of their guys, you know, kind of right at the end or had a lot of guys go on the list right at the end. And so you do have some softer opponents. Now we, I mean, it, it's very week to week with this, but we do have to take maybe some consolation from the fact that we were in one of the highest scoring individual leagues last week. And we made it out of that a kind of an unfortunate little situation. One of the guys in our league uh, was frustrated by how many Mark Andrews teams now obviously Mark Andrews was heavily represented overall but he's even more heavily represented in our 12-team league and then he did finish fourth barely missing and it essentially came down to that Tyler Boyd not exactly drop but not touchdown catch at the end which uh, it, it's a little tricky just to, to do all of it without going down to the decimal points you would need but I think if Tyler Boyd catches that we still actually get through because of the points it adds to burrow but it would have made the battle for second place uh, basically with three teams tied for a second or within like a point and a half and so you know how it would have played out if that catch had happened you know would would have been interesting as well but to have one of the higher scoring teams and a team who would have made it in a bunch of the other leagues not get through i mean that's that's always one of those things where it's, it's sort of the beauty of this format where you have the 11 other teams that you're rooting against that week and you know it's your league you have to get through. It's also the thing where if you had a good team and you didn't get through, I mean, you can't help but be frustrated, right? I mean, you know the situation going in. You know it's randomly generated. You know what you have to do is beat your other 11 teams or nine of them. But, I mean, that's still hard. So, anyway, we get to the, the final week here. The rosters look very, very good. And we're going to put up some points. Blair, how many points do we need to, number one, uh, finish first, and, and number two, to, to finish in the top three? Are we going to need 230? It kind of feels like we're going to need 230. I mean, based on Connor's team, I think we're going to need about 230 <laughs> to, take, to beat him because um, he's just loaded. Um, so, yeah. It's going to take a big score. Um, I think all of the teams in this final week are pretty scary. So even to finish top three, I think you need to get, you need to put up a pretty big number. Yeah, I think it feels like top three. And we've seen some weeks recently where some of the big names don't hit and, you know, those teams score a lot less. Um, I think it was that, it might have been week 14, was it, where we kind of had a, a very low scoring week or week 15. But in terms of how it could, that could be the way it plays out, but it does feel like, with the rosters that are here and what have been the final it feels like you know it's going to be 180 plus to have any chance to get in those top three spots and then see how it plays out plays out there but it's going to be interesting the other thing i was just looking at there as we talk um this week we don't have thursday night game we have all the games on sunday bar the packers vikings is sunday night football and then the steelers browns is monday night football so 
we're going to have a Sunday night football is going to be a, an interesting watch with the the Rogers Adams stack, and obviously then we'll see if uh, Cook gets activated. We'll have Justin Jefferson teams, and the mix is going to be a, a very interesting finale. But then we also and look, Baker Mayfield hasn't had huge games as of late, but um, he is on forty one percent of the roster. So that Monday night football game, and he's facing off against uh, Ben Roethlisberger, which will be three off the the teams as well so things things will come down to the wire this week sometimes you get the games wrapped up and it's nice and relaxing on monday but this one no matter what is going to play out to the wire so looking forward to it wish both of the guys the best of luck more so to give myself more luck in this week's contest but hopefully we can come out in the uh prize section of it and uh, i'm really looking forward to it any final words guys before we do wrap up well i was just noticing that um, you mentioned that Sunday night football game, Justin Jefferson is only on one team and it's Connor's team. So if, if it comes down to uh it's a Rotovis showdown on Sunday yeah. night football. So that could be a really interesting, uh, really interesting game to pay attention to. Yeah. It's, it's going to be, it's going to be pretty, pretty cool all around, I think. And uh, it was actually Connor's team that got off to a real fast paced start last Thursday um with aj brown and, and debo samuel so we'll see if uh, any teams get off to really hot starts this coming week but it's, it's good as well that the, all the games last week we kind of had it split between thursday sunday monday um uh, and saturday sorry as well so it was a long kind of stretch but this week we will be we'll be wrapping it up on the the normal uh, or a shorter weekend of the normal in terms of where the games are spread out sean anything to add before the end i just AJ Brown on Connor's team there comes in just at the right time to give him a huge boost. He is on Chad's team also. And so it could be Connor and Chad battling for the top spot there for us uh, this week, you know, Monday night football. It sounds to me like this is the week that Jarvis Landry puts up 35 points. I mean, I feel like we're going to be in a position where we have twenties across the board. We need something big, like a 30 to really, uh, change the team because the lineup will already be strong but then jarvis landry comes out of nowhere 10 catches for 100 yards and a touchdown the best i could do even in my ludicrous scenario was like 26 points there so we'll, we'll look for 26 from jarvis landry <laughs> we'll get him slotted get him in, get him into the flex though and we'll we'll settle for 26 points in the flex if we can if we can get it i think if our flex players have uh, 26 points this week we we could be in a pretty good scenario we should do all right. It was interesting watching that Brown, that Browns game last week where Landry was involved early. And then at one point, uh, I believe Baker Mayfield threw the interception, targeted him at about 15 yards over his head. Then they started each other like it was the other person's fault. Uh, Landry probably trying to figure out how he could have caught a ball that far over his head. But I'm sure that Baker Mayfield did want him in a different spot. He wasn't as involved after that, to my recollection. But hopefully they will be on the same page for monday night football uh, you always have to like jarvis lander he's going to get out there lay some real blocks and that good karma probably take us over the top the other thing just good luck to the 11 other members of the group uh if you've gotten here obviously you've had a great season it's interesting to see the different constructions there are lots of ways to play it uh, there are some ways that give you a, a real edge in terms of the structure but within that I mean, so many varieties and, you know, we, we love to see people play it in different ways. Not everybody has to play it our way. 
And uh, this last week should be a lot of fun. So good luck to everybody. And I'm, I'm excited. It, it should be just an absolute blast to track as we go through this week 16. Yeah, it's like um, it's been a lot of fun to get to this point. Anything moving forward is a, a bonus on top of that. So hopefully we uh, get a nice big first place bonus will, will, <laughs> would, be, would be nice at the end of it. Colin is excited just to be nominated, it sounds like. Yeah, it's just the, that's my, uh, you know, sometimes when you, I'm in a couple of dynasty leagues with friends and the common thing every week is that you tell the person that you're facing that it's now yours to lose. <laughs> and then that the, you know so usually the karma then takes that back and, and you end up on the winning side so um hopefully that's what i was trying to do there but we'll we'll see how it plays out but we will be back with another show um another two shows this week one with michael leone of established a run we'll be talking a little bit about his team we mentioned him a few times over the last two episodes he um is the one team that does not have mark anderson the roster so we'll be talking through that with him stay tuned for that that will be thursday's edition of the podcast we'll also have our saturday show coming out as well then to, to seal things off i did post the full of this draft up on the road of his radio main feed if you want to head back and check that it posted on monday have a listen through as we made those selections live on the clock as always as a loyal podcast listener as well you can save yourself 15 percent off a road of his radio subscription sean mentioned on the last episode that that will be running through the new year uh as it lands here in a, in a couple of days so get in get yourself that save yourself 15 percent the normal uh, discount that we've had throughout the year is 10 percent. so a little bit extra on top of that get yourself set up for the 2022 season we will have you all the way through the draft the dynasty off season into the season and you'll have all the tools uh, that we use for our best ball drafts to to try and navigate to a situation like we're in now where we make it to the best ball final over at the ffpc so once again that code is rv radio 2021 add that at checkout or go to rotaviz.com forward slash podcast for further information and Colin, just a little a little extra teaser there with blair on the show kind of using those tools he and i played like eight leagues together i think we had multiple teams blow way past 200 this week i think we had a team score like 240 and we're going to win three of those and finish second only 240 points only only 240 we're gonna win three finish second in one and so number one as you can tell from this show always good to draft with blair always good to read blair make sure you get in there and uh your subscription will be paid back easily by reading the wrong read throughout the season but blair and i did a lot of work with the best ball stuff last year and drafted our own teams based on that and those teams did what I mean, you're not going to finish quite at that win rate every season, obviously, but that's how it has come out through the years. You give yourself a huge advantage. You look through and the win rate edge that you get by making the right structural choices is gigantic. And so uh, we don't just write about it. We we play it and the results are there. And so we encourage you, if you have interest in it, uh, to, to check that out. I don't think you'll be disappointed. Yeah. And just to put Blair on the spot, um, best wrong read for people to go and read if they're picking one have you something that's the one that you tell people to go and check out first oh man that's a good question i guess uh the very first one and go I right through. Were, uh, yeah start at number one and work <laughs> your way through but yeah um for for long-time listeners of the podcast they'll have heard me or sean talk with them each and every time they come out always fantastic so i would, I would recommend like sean said they're heading over and checking that out 
I was telling you before we started recording that uh, after I knew the results of the Sunday night games, I went back and watched that episode with yourself and Hassan on the, the Road of His Report. I guess uh, there would be a good time to give a, a shameless plug to the, the listeners. I know it usually tails off as we get to the end of the season, but even looking ahead to next season, any plans you guys have for the, the Road of His Report? So we've uh, had, I guess, our last kind of official episode uh, already since this week is the last real fantasy week, but we are going to be entering some FFPC playoff challenge teams with the guys from ship chasing and probably recording at least one show with them over the coming weeks. So definitely stay tuned for that. And uh, we'll probably be doing some off season stuff as well. So yeah, stay tuned. Yeah. It's usually probably I should, that would be a better plug to do in week one rather than uh, as we enter week 17, but no, I would <laughs> highly recommend checking out anything the guys put out. Yeah. If you want to win the, the FFPC playoff contest, get in there with, Blair Hassan and the chip chase. I mean, that they'll they'll get you all set, right? I mean, if they don't win the whole thing themselves, it'll probably be a listener. We've had fantastic listener results. We're going to mention it on a future show. Uh, but so, Colin, one of our listeners and the winner of our Scott Fishbowl contest, obviously not only got into the Fishbowl, but has done extremely well and is now through to the final 20. So, uh, if you want to dominate these contests, listen to the show, get those those free entries or those special entries, and then do us proud. Go all the way through and win. Colin, give us the the details here. How, how are we looking for Rotoviz Radio by proxy in the finals of the Fishbowl? It's Jordan Samuel, who has made his way in. Um, the one thing, Sean, that I have to say that I'm sure I, I know Blair's gonna be very proud of this, but uh, first running back was taken in round twelve in the in this particular draft by Jordan. So he he did tweet that he's uh, trying to win it. He did tag uh, Peter Overzet, Pat Corain, Ben Gretch, myself, uh, and he said and the rest of the zero RB sickos <laughs> that are out there. So uh, he's he's trying to win it for for all of us. He's he's fighting the good fight. So we'll see we'll see what happens, but. Yeah, he, he held off to uh, the 1207 in that one, took James Conner, Tony Pollard, Naheem Hines, Gio Bernards, Ramondre Stevenson, uh, among a few there. But uh, Josh Allen, Joe Burrow, Tyreek Hill, AJ Brown, CD Lamb, T. Higgins, uh, really, really supercharged in that roster. So, um, yeah, we will likely talk a little bit more about that on um saturday show as we wish him luck but jordan uh it's it's an awesome achievement to get there um and uh if you bring it home i think that it's a it's a really cool story i was pretty i thought it was pretty cool when uh we seen that somebody who who jumped in through our league has got there so best luck into the final 20 there we'll see how that plays out over the coming days as well there's a lot of our our listeners as well a lot of our readers on the site that will be in you know dynasty league finals and different uh redraft league finals basketball finals this week and it's been great on social media to see people sharing the teams that have advanced so best of luck to everyone who is out there it'll be uh be great to see some people taking home some of those championships sean even mentioned a bit about curtis uh being true to his basketball final as well so um should be a, a pretty exciting week to see how it all plays out that is going to do it for today's edition of the show and uh I mentioned on the previous one but make sure you're following blair on twitter uh, it's at am i the real blair you can follow me on twitter at overtime ireland you can check out all of sean's work as well as all of blair's work up on rotoviz.com and until we're back on thursday with another podcast have a good one 
Thank you for listening to Overtime on Rotoviz Radio. Please rate and review the Rotoviz Radio podcast on iTunes or your favorite podcast app. You can contact us via email at rotovizradio at gmail.com. Follow us on Twitter at Rotoviz Radio. And remember, you can always support the pod by subscribing to Rotoviz with this country, the Rotoviz Radio homepage, rotoviz.com forward slash podcast. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.